I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. I see this in email all the time. Someone writes, sorry, I can't meet at the time you suggested. How about Friday morning instead? Or, sorry, I won't be able to get those new TPS cover sheets to you by Thursday. And I hear it in meetings. Sorry, um, someone here might have already thought of this, but what if we used YouTube to reach a younger audience? (laughs) And if your outgoing voicemail message sounds something like this, you've got to stop this podcast right now and go change it. I'm sorry to have missed your call. I'll be out of the office until June 20. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you when I return. Sorry? You're going to apologize for being on vacation? In the Bahamas? Oh, no, you're not. That is a totally inappropriate use of the word sorry, and so are all the rest of these examples. Today on the podcast, we're talking about the appropriate and inappropriate use of apology at work. There are certainly solid reasons to apologize at work, but none of those prior examples fit the bill. Apologize when you've made a transgression where you feel regret and remorse. And when you do so, well, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. First, let's go back to those sorry-not-sorries for a minute. Well, there are people, and women, I'm looking at you in particular, although some men are guilty of this as well, but people who apologize to soften the impact of their message when telling someone bad news, or to be deferential to others rather than putting forth an idea or taking a strong stand on an issue. When you do this, you are giving your power away to others. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I feel very strongly about the power our words have. Check out episode 60, which explains how the power of the words we use influence our reality. Now back to apology. In this case, if you're apologizing for something that you don't feel regret or remorse over, you're giving your power away. You might also be behaving in a passive-aggressive manner. To determine if this is a habit that you have fallen into, you're going to need to listen for yourself saying the word sorry, and then analyze when and why you're apologizing. Is it something that you're truly sorry for? Or is it a bit of a verbal tick or a habit that you've fallen into? A habit where you're essentially giving away your own power. If you hear yourself apologizing for any of the following things, you've got some work to do. I'm sorry if the feedback I shared with you upset you. Or, 
I'm sorry to take up your time, but do you have a few minutes to help me out with something? Or, I'm sorry I was late. I had to get my kids on the bus this morning. Or maybe, I'm sorry I couldn't bring copies of the document for review. The printer is out of toner. Or one of my favorites, I'm sorry when you bump into someone accidentally. (laughs) You're not actually sorry in these situations. Most of these situations are largely circumstantial and in many cases, no fault of your own, and certainly not things that you feel regret and remorse over. So let's look at each of them in turn. I'm sorry if the feedback I shared upset you. Well, guess what? You cannot apologize for someone else's feelings. If another person got upset as a result of some important feedback that you shared with them, then you can't apologize for how they felt about it. Now, if you delivered it in an awkward manner that intentionally hurt their feelings, or maybe even unintentionally hurt their feelings when you could have made better word choices, then perhaps there is some regret and remorse. And you can take responsibility for that and actually apologize for hurting their feelings or being particularly harsh with your feedback when you could have used different language. But you cannot apologize for how someone else feels. Let's take a look at the next one. I'm sorry to take up your time, but do you have a few minutes to help me out with something? Don't apologize for asking for help. Make a request. Do you have a few minutes to help me out with something? And then maybe specifically tell them what it is. Then it's in the other person's court to accept or deny your request. They can say yes, they can say no. You can negotiate a mutually convenient time. How about the next one? I'm sorry I was late. I had to get my kids on the bus this morning. Do not, and I repeat, do not apologize for your circumstances. Your circumstances are your circumstances. Now, by all means, make people aware of your circumstances well in advance, and then you won't need to apologize for them after the fact. If you know you have to get your kids on the bus at a certain time and you have a meeting that interferes with that, reach out to the meeting owner and either tell them in advance that you're going to be late or see if the meeting can be scheduled for a time that's actually going to work for you. But don't apologize for your circumstances. Let's take a look at the next one. I'm sorry I couldn't bring copies of the document for review. The printer's out of toner. (laughs) Now, unless you're the office administrator, this is not even in your wheelhouse to apologize for. You have no business apologizing for it. Now, on the other hand, if you are the office administrator, we're going to chalk this one up to circumstances. It happens. Printers run out of toner. Toner gets replaced. No actual transgression took place. You didn't intentionally will the printer to run out of toner when that person needed to make some copies or send something to the printer. And now, okay, if you did, you are using your dark powers and we need to talk privately. And again, my favorite, I'm sorry. When you bump into someone accidentally, maybe it's in the elevator, on the staircase, or just walking in a crowded hallway. The proper response is, excuse me, or pardon me. It's an accident. So unless you've seriously hurt the other person, and like, let's say they need medical attention, (laughs) if not, it's a pardon me moment. Now, of course, if you have actually maimed or hobbled the other person, you should certainly apologize but not for bumping into somebody slightly. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. 
Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Now, there are certain instances in which you might actually need to apologize at work. Here are a few of them. Perhaps you lost your temper and yelled at someone or acted out in some other unprofessional manner. Or maybe someone had to cover for you when you delivered poor quality work when we all knew you could do better. Or maybe the intention that you wished to convey missed the mark entirely and left the other person feeling disrespected or worse. Or perhaps you missed an important meeting where your presence was critical and other people wasted time waiting for you. Now, of course, that's not an exhaustive list, but it should give you a pretty good idea of what is worthy of an apology at work. When you feel regret or remorse, and if you had to do it over again, you probably and highly likely would have made other choices, then there's a good chance that that situation is in need of apology. So when you do need to apologize, there are some specific steps to follow. (laughs) You knew I'd give you steps, didn't you? Here's how to apologize. Step one, acknowledge what happened. State it specifically, even if it's painful to say out loud. It helps the other person know that you are aware of what you did and the impact that you had, and it helps you take responsibility for it. Step two, show that you understand how it affected the other person or people involved. Maybe they had to work late or they were offended by your angry words or something along those lines. And then step three, explain how you will fix the mistake. What is your plan going forward to make sure this doesn't happen again? What will you do differently next time? So let's say, for example, that I did miss an important meeting where my presence was absolutely critical and other people wasted time waiting for me. If I was going to apologize for that, it might sound something like this. I'm so sorry I missed Friday's one o'clock meeting. I know you were all there and I was the only one who was missing. And so We couldn't make a decision and we couldn't move forward with this project. I know it was not a good use of your time to sit there waiting for me. What happened on my end is that I had an emergency at my child's school. One of my kids fell off the monkey bars and I needed to go take them in for stitches. If something like this were to happen again, which I certainly hope it doesn't, I will absolutely call, text, or otherwise get a hold of at least one of you to let you know what the circumstances are and that we'll need to reschedule the meeting. I feel terrible that everyone wasted a good chunk of their afternoon waiting for me when it was entirely avoidable had I let you know where I was. So something like that would be a legitimate apology for wasting somebody else's time. Now, for the record, 
Apologies are best issued in person in face-to-face conversation. If that isn't possible, then a video conversation or a phone call will certainly do. Just don't attempt this by email. If you've heard episode five on this podcast on the three V's, the verbal, the vocal, and the visual components of communication, you'll know just how important your tone of voice is and, of course, your visual communication is as well. And you'll need all the help that you can get, especially from your tone of voice, to convey positive intent, goodwill, and deep connection with the other person or people when you apologize. So there you have it, my friends. Everything you needed to know about when to stop apologizing. And if you do need to apologize because you've made a significant mistake or transgression, now you know how to take responsibility for that transgression or mistake and issue an appropriate apology that hits the mark. If you've enjoyed this episode and learned something from it, please take a moment to write a review on the platform where you listen to podcasts. It means the world to me, and it helps other potential listeners know if this is a podcast they would enjoy. I thank you in advance for your review. All right, my friends, until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.